Can you build a business that is completely in demand, that's actually overbooked, full, like your calendar is full? If you're doing anything online and you've been following all the conventional wisdom and the advice of how to market yourself online, there's this thing where you basically are being told that you have to show up everywhere and you practically have to live on social media. What if instead you focused on relationships and relationship building rather than trying to reach the largest crowd? Welcome to the Standout Business Show. I'm Brad Powell. And today we're talking all about how you can go from familiar to favorite. <laughs> we're all being taught that the very best way to succeed is to reach as many people as possible and become known and respected by huge numbers of people. And people are chasing the numbers of views, the number of likes, the number of comments, the number of responses of everything they're doing with all of their content, their posts on social media, the emails they send, the podcasts that they produce, and it's just this ever-increasing, never-ending gerbil wheel of effort that is, you know, to what end? To what end? This is the question, right? <laughs> so this is the thing that I want to challenge today. Most small businesses can be broken into two different categories. You have category number one, which is the business that is, it doesn't matter whether it's online or offline, but mainly what they have in terms of their product or their main offer is that it's small price, small ticket. So they could be selling, they could be selling books, they could be selling uh, any kind of digital product, they could be selling retail items, but these items have a small price range, you know, anything from $10, $29, $199, $299, things like in this range. And that could be you. Like if you are in that world, then yes. <laughs> what you need to do in order to be a profitable business is that you actually do need to reach out to a very high volume of people and build some kind of intake funnel system that will convert enough of those people to buy enough of your small ticket items to make your business run and be profitable. And this is the engine that most online marketers are saying, yeah, this is what you need to build. But if you're a business, like let's say you're an agency and you are serving B2B to other companies, or you have any kind of service, which is high ticket, you know, you could be a coach or a consultant. If that's you, then your service is offering some form of radical transformation for the people who you work with. Like you're really helping them grow and change in some very significant way. And it has extremely high value and it has a high price. You're being compensated really well for that service. Well, if you have that kind of business, you don't need high volume. You don't need to have a huge amount of traffic to have enough of the right people, the people who are a completely right fit for the thing that you offer to come in and meet you 
and work with you and still have, you know, you can be fully booked and have a, an extremely profitable business without the high volume and the high traffic. The thing that you do need the most in any of this kind of thing, if you have this kind of business, and this is the kind of business that I have, and this is the kind of business that I'm speaking to primarily with this show, is people who have this high ticket, high value service that they're offering. And the thing that you need, and you probably know this, the thing that you need the most is you need to establish a deeper relationship and a high level of trust with exactly these right fit people. So how do you accomplish this? And especially in our increasingly noisy, busy online world, <laughs> like there's so much content, so much static, so much stuff. How do you reach through to get to these people that you would like to serve? The problem that I see, like the, the big problem here in this whole picture, and I'm going to bring it all down to just one thing. High ticket businesses have been focused on the wrong thing. They've been focused on high traffic rather than high trust and relationship building. And so what I'm going to talk about today is something that I'm going to refer to as relationship marketing. I have three steps that I'm going to cover on how you do this. So buckle up, stay tuned. We're really going to take a deep dive on how you build a business that's based on building trust rather than traffic. <laughs> so let's go. Three steps. Step number one, I call it familiar. How do you become the familiar face? Like the first basic step in establishing a trust relationship is just simply becoming familiar. The reason that this is so important is that most people in the online world and the offline world, they're drawn to people and things and places where they hang out that are familiar. If people are searching around online and they land on a, a place that is unfamiliar, mostly what they do there is they just click right off. They go, oh, I don't know this. I'm gone. The thing is that most people think that becoming a familiar face is very difficult and it takes a long time. And I just want to bust that, that belief system wide open because it doesn't necessarily have to take a long time and it's not very hard to become a familiar face to exactly the people who you would like to be familiar to. And I want to illustrate this with a story that happened to me uh, not too long ago. I was traveling to a conference, a three-day event, and so I was taking a flight from Boston down to North Carolina. When I got on the plane, I sat down and next to me on the plane was this young woman. And she was, you know, typical young person. She had earbuds in and she had an iPad out in front of her. And she was like the whole flight focused, completely engrossed in her iPad. <laughs> and this is kind of, you know, this is the world we live in these days. Like you're going to bump into people who pay no attention to you. And, and for this whole flight, like we didn't talk, we didn't say hello. You know, she completely ignored me. And this is what happens to all of us. Like, especially both in the real world and in the online world, we go places and we have an interaction or sort of almost interaction. Like we we bump into people 
and they completely ignore us. You're doing something online and people are just not paying attention. They're doing their own thing and they, they could care less about you and your, your conversation and your offer. They don't even want to talk to you. Okay, fine. This happened. Well, the funny thing is that three days later, when I was returning from North Carolina and I was coming back to Boston, was that I got on my plane, went to my seat, <clears throat> sat down, and there next to me <laughs> was the same young woman. Only this time, something happened. This time, when I got to my seat, she looked up briefly, our eyes met, and we both started laughing because guess what? She recognized me. And then we started talking. And I, you know, like I found out that she was a student going to university in Boston and she was studying accounting and she'd been in North Carolina visiting her sister. And I said, hey, you know, you're never going to have to worry about a job because everybody needs an accountant. So we had this conversation. The point is that I was allowed, I was given permission to have a conversation with her because I had become a familiar face. And it only took two times. And in fact, in the context of being on a plane, you know, and in the crowd of people who were on this plane, I was the only familiar face on the plane, you know, that was full of strangers. So it's not hard to become familiar if you just show up more than once. <laughs> like if you are just seen more than once, all of a sudden you become familiar. You know, like I get up every morning and I go for a bike ride on the, on the bike trail that's, that I live right next to. And I go back and forth around the same time. And I see a number of people who are kind of on the same schedule as me. And in no time at all, we have become familiar to one another to where it's relatively easy to not only say hello, but you know, if I bump into them anywhere else, now we have permission to have a conversation and to develop a relationship between ourselves that is deeper and more meaningful for both of us. Because these are, these are my neighbors. These are the people who live nearby. And now I'm getting to know them in this way, mainly because they see me. I'm the, I'm the guy who is always out there on the bike trail riding my bike. <laughs> so this is a kind of thing that you can do and you can do it relatively easy. And my biggest method for becoming the familiar face online is to create video and in particular to create short form video. People go, oh no, short form video. Like I can't do that. That means I have to make a new video every day and post it and it's going to take a lot of work. And I just can't deal with all of that. <laughs> and so uh, to me, to you, I say, okay, fine. Like if you're all down with like, yeah, I want to do this and I'm totally fine with getting on camera. Well, you don't have to do all the other stuff. Like, let me help you. I have this program that I call mic drop moments. You just spend an hour with me and you do that just once a month. And in an hour, I'm going to interview you. I'll ask you questions and you give me your answers and I'll take those answers and I'll edit it down into short form video content for you so that after just one hour, you'll get a whole month worth of content. And that's my mic drop moments thing. <laughs> if you're interested in that, just go to mymicdropmoments.com and you can find out all, all about it. So that's step number one, being the familiar face. Now, step number two, you want to be the familiar face 
to the right crowd. So now we know how to be familiar. How do you connect with the right crowd? Well, the big thing here is come up with a strong point of view. Like what do you believe in? What do you stand for? What is the the hill that you're going to die on? <laughs> what are the things that you care most about? And who are the people out there who believe the same things that you do, who care about the same things that you do? These are the things that you want to be looking for. Now, a lot of people, when they think about picking like, who do I want to talk to? And they're thinking about their niche. They're thinking about industry. And that's fine. Like you can pick, you know, I just only want to talk to realtors or I want to talk to consultants or I want to talk to lawyers. But even within those narrow ranges, like all the lawyers of the world, they don't all think the same. You know, they don't all have the same belief system. They don't all necessarily have a worldview that fits with your worldview, which will make them ideal clients for the services and the things that you offer. And so in order to connect with the exact right fit people, the people who will be eager and excited to work with you, you have to express your own point of view. And in the world of artificial intelligence, this is even increasingly more important. <laughs> like everyone needs to stand for something. Everyone needs to come forward and say, look, these are the things that I believe in. This is the stuff that I care about. And other people will be attracted to that because they share those same things. And the more emotional content that is wrapped up with this things that you care about, the more people will feel something when they're hearing you talk about this kind of stuff, and that will be attractive to them. And that's what's going to bring them to you. Now, one example of this, I was just listening to Louis Grenier, who is a French podcaster. His podcast is called Everybody Hates Marketers, which I highly recommend. A very educational and also a very entertaining podcast. What he was talking about was that early in his launch of his podcast, he was aiming at startups. And he thought that he was speaking exclusively to people in the startup world who were startup founders who needed to position themselves in some unique way so that they would stand out in the marketplace. What he found, much to his surprise, was that all these people were coming to his show as listeners who had nothing to do with startups. But what they all had in common was they were all sick and tired of all the marketing BS that's out there. So his message, which really resonated, was that a lot of the marketing that you see is just nonsense. It's just full of it. And he was saying, look, we don't have to be this way as people who are marketing our business. There's this other way. And by planting his flag very firmly in the ground of like, this is how you can stand out. And this is how you can do something really different. That resonated with a whole bunch of people who it didn't matter whether they were startup founders or not. They were into his point of view. And so they were attracted to his work. And his podcast has become one of the most popular 
business marketing podcasts that there is. There you go. Step one is familiar. Step two is have a strong point of view. Now, step three, and this is the third and final one, is claim your own stage. A lot of people recommend when it comes to relationship building that one of the ways to do this is to reach out to people who are, say, podcasters or reach out to people who are the organizers of an event and work with them and collaborate with them so that you can speak to their audiences. And so now you're attracting other people's audiences. And this is a really good strategy. There's nothing, I won't, there's zero wrong with this. But when you do speak this way, you're still speaking one to many. And so the audiences that you're speaking to, you may become familiar to them, but you're not able to necessarily build that deeper relationship with them. And so you're speaking one to many. And then of course, you're also dependent on other people's stages. But you can build your own stage <laughs> and you can start hosting your own event. And this could be anything like a local meetup, you know, in the community where you live, that's in real life. Like people actually gather in person. You could do that. Or you could do like what I'm doing where you host a live event like this. This is a live show and I'm doing this every week. So every Thursday I go live and most of these episodes I'm talking with a guest. And now here's the strategy. Here's how you build relationships. You can reach out to your most ideal people who you would like as a client or you would like to work with as a partner and do some kind of collaboration. And so you can create a small list of here's who I would love to work with the most. And now you have something to do do with them that is a really easy ask. And it's also a really easy thing for them to say yes to. You say, hey, I love the thing that you did last week on your LinkedIn profile. That was all about, you know, whatever it was they talked about. Or I love the episode that you had where you were a guest on somebody else's podcast or whatever it is that you notice that they've done. And you, and you, you know, flatter them and you say, here's what you said that I thought was really cool. This is why it resonated with me. I would love to have you as a guest at my event and you invite them on. And most people will say yes to this. And, and then you get a chance to sit down and talk with them. And if you give them a really great experience of what it's like to be a guest at your event, and you help them and support them. And this is a very supportive role where you are showcasing them and their talent and making them look good and really catering to their expertise. Great, terrific. And you get to spend this time with them. You get to spend the time before the show, afterwards, and sit there and chat. And part of this is that in the relationship building, you're learning all about them and what they do and what they're about and even like what their challenges are and vice versa. Like they're learning about you and in particular what you do and what you have to offer. And to follow up, it's really easy. It's a really easy thing for the them to say yes to in terms of asking them about ways that you can work together and or collaborate. 
And the collaboration could be as simple as, who else do you know who would be a great guest to come to my event? <laughs> and they'll open up their Rolodex and say, oh, I know two or three people and here's them. And so what's happening here is that you're able to grow your network and really deepen the relationships that you have with your network. And this is probably one of the most powerful things that you can do for your business. I've got clients who I've helped establish this kind of series, interview series. What it's done for them is that it's built their authority. Now they're known by some of the top thought leaders in their industry. And many of those people have turned right around and become their clients, or they have introduced them to other folks who have become their clients. And I'll be completely transparent. This is what I do with my own show in that I invite people on, I get to know them, I serve them really well, I show them what I do by literally doing it for them. I mean, every guest gets a mic drop moment. And then bonus, this is the big bonus of this, with all this long form content that you create. Now, in my case, I do this live video. So all I do is I hit record, we go live together, and it's done. <laughs> but then I can take that same long form footage and I can edit it down into short form content. So I can get the guests talking for a minute or I can get myself talking for a minute. And so now just with going live once a week, I have tons of content that I can also put out there, which is helping me continue to become the familiar face. So it's these two things combined. I'm building deep personal relationships and I'm building trust with the exact right fit crowd that I am personally choosing and inviting into my live event. And then I'm taking that experience that I create and I'm sharing that out there in the world. And I'm doing this, you know, schedule, you have to build a system here. You build a system of scheduling and distributing all this content. And this is happening week after week after week. And it works really well. <laughs> and I've been doing this now for a couple of years and my business is growing and enriching and becoming really healthy and sustainable as a result. And one of the best parts is that I'm no longer worried about reaching this giant audience. I am not spending all my days <laughs> on social media. I just don't do it and I don't need to. And even though I'm not there every day, all time, it looks like I'm there and I am showing up and I am becoming familiar. So this is a really good way for you to build yourself this relationship with the exact crowd that you'd like to be hanging out with, that you're familiar to them, and now they're starting to trust you, and now they're starting to support you in this way that will keep your business going. So I'll just go over those three steps once again. Step one is become the familiar face. It's easier than you think. Number two, in order to get with the right crowd, you have to have a really strong point of view so that the things that you care about, the people who care about those same things, they're the ones who will come knocking on your door. 
And then number three, claim your own stage. Don't wait <laughs> to be dependent on other people's stages. You can make your own stage. And in this world right now, it's probably one of the most pronounced things that you can do if you really want to stand out and build a truly standout business. Next week, I'm going to do another solo episode and I'm going to go deeper on this. I'm going to break down exactly the steps of how you create just what I'm talking about. And if you're interested in that, tune in. Next Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, we'll take a deep dive into relationship marketing and what I'm calling the relationship marketing flywheel. So you can build a system to where you get this flywheel turning and it just keeps turning. You build all this momentum for yourself and for your business and for building these deeper, richer relationships between you and your right fit crowd. All right, that's what I have for you today. Thanks so much for joining. If you're listening here at the end, I just want to remind you, if you would like to go and binge on the entire archive of the Standout Business Show, just go to standoutbusinessshow.com. And that's three S's between business and show. All of it is there. All the show notes, all the video, all the audio, all the extra doodahs, all the extra lead magnets, all the extra invitations. It's all there and you can binge to your heart's content. And until next time, we go live every Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern time. And we'll see you then. 